We would like to welcome you and thank you for joining us for this week's Kitchen Table Talk. In this two-part episode, for such a time as this, we'll take a dive into the proverbial tackle box. This tackle box is something that most of us will be able to relate to or even compare to areas of our daily lives. This tackle box isn't the one that's commonly used to catch the fish of the day from the sea, but it's the devil's tackle box that's used to catch the wayward Christians in this journey of life. We hope that you enjoy this episode and it provides you with encouragement along your journey. Reflect on staying connected. And this is a prime example right here. We have all these gadgets to stay connected to whatever we want. It could be our GPS, our cell phone, our computer, all at the same time we can stay connected. But when it comes down to the word of God, we seem to have a disconnect. The phone, the, the line is busy. Or we just don't want to pick up the answer. <laughs> and we can stay connected to everything but God. And that's the real connection that we're supposed to be on that line. That's the main line. As a matter of fact, back in the day, the operators had to connect you. Operator, get me such. God is the main line. But we don't. some people don't even want to get connected to the line. So where is the disconnect right there? And it's in it, and 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 I was coming up the highway, and I was listening to this song, and I don't listen to a lot of rap because it don't tell a story. But this particular young man had a story to tell, and, and what he said was, and this is where the disconnect comes from. He said, "No hood is harder than fatherhood." Now, 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 reflect on that just a little. No hood is harder than fatherhood. And to go a little deeper, he said a, another fatherless child can't act because they left them fatherless. Whether it be by death, whether it be by they didn't want to be a part of them. That's a disconnect. Also, another fatherless child is influenced by the crowd. See, see, the biggest disconnect, we disconnected from the main line, which is our Heavenly Father. But as men, our children are disconnected because they don't have that stability in their lives right now. And that when he said no hood is harder than Think about that. It's hard being a father sometimes, but we do it because what? Because we love our children. That's God. He still looks down on us, all of his children. He knows it's hard. He sees the wrongs. He sees the hurt. He sees the pain, the tears. But he loves us. So he gives us another day, another opportunity to say, here I am, Father. That's right. Where are you at? I'm right here, my son. My daughter, my child. But you can't get that because there's a disconnect. You're not connected to the main line. And as fathers, I see that father at hood. That's the hardest hood. Because we're not there for our children. We're not there in the midst of when they're going through. Send them to school in any kind of way. 
but they come home, we're not giving them that foundation. This young man said so many things. He said, all these kids, raising all these kids. Mm. That's where it's at. That's a story to tell because man, this fatherhood thing is not easy. It's, it's, it's not. And it really isn't. You're looking for that male role model, but at the same time, where is he? So, so I say this, and he said one thing, and, and this is something we'll pick up later on because this is something we'll have to sit down at the kitchen table and talk about this. He said, can't even trust the reverend and praying with my eyes open. Now, when that hit me right there, it's like, I can't even trust the reverend so I'm praying with my eyes open so I keep an eye on him. Because he might not even be right. He's not right. Come on now. That this man, this just that little bit of reflection is like, man, that says so much about what's going on in the mind of our kids right now. What are they thinking right now? That right there tells me so much about where we are at. But we, and I say it all the time, and I, and, and, and I know there's a lot of pain. I know there's a lot of sorrow and hurt going on in the world, and it is. But we have an advocate. But we also have a father That's right. who is true to his words. And, and, and we said it last week when we got into that toolbox, that that toolbox is back. I'm not even going to go there, but that toolbox <laughs> is something. It has something for every situation. So we could go on my moment of reflection is staying connected. Staying connected to the main line. Because it, it's all about the Father. And he prepares us for everything. He prepares us even as He prepared Jesus. He prepares us as His own children. In this word, in that in that toolbox. So I just want to say we have to be connected. And I don't mean part-time connection either. Because when that phone, when that, when you when you go through a situation and, and we on our phone or tablet, when that internet connection go bad, are we trying to solve that thing quick in a hurt? We're gonna dial somebody 411-711-611, whatever that number is to support. We call it, we're gonna get on the main line. But we can't open up that book that's free. You ain't gotta dial nothing. All you got to do is pick it up and open that thing up and say, here I am, Lord, lead me. I'm disconnected. I need you right here. I'm dialing on the hotline. This is the red phone right here. I'm on the hotline right now. And that's that we have to stay connected to the main line. And, and that's, that's my, my moment of reflection is that's the disconnect. Stay connected. Stay connected. I think we should stay with the tackle box. Uh, basically because of what uh, Brother Sam just got through saying. Because the whole time he was talking, I could see everything that we talked about. That there's a relationship to, yeah. to all of it. Yeah. And uh, I'm just ready to... Uh, Dive into it, man. You know. Uh, All right. So last week we we talked about 
and unused tools. And then some people are like, an unused toolbox? Man, what, what in the world are y'all talking about? We looked at the Bible and all that the Bible says. And how whatever you encounter in life, there's an answer for in the Bible. And if there's anything that is not being used like it should be used today, it's the Bible. I'm sitting at church last Sunday and preacher quoted the scripture out of James about people being sick. Let that person call for the elders of the church and let them anoint him with the oil and pray the prayer of faith and heal him and I, I thought the word still works we're just not using the word we want to use everything and oftentimes one of the problems is we want to use our own answers for situations as opposed to the word of God's answers for situations and, and our answers will never Never be right. The only time our answers are right are when they come from the Word of God, when we bring the Word out in the situation. So last week we, we talked about how the Bible is just not used like it should be. You know, Sam talking about fatherhood is one of the hardest hoods. And I wanted to ask you. And we're not going to get lost, but there'll be some women that would probably disagree with I you understand. and say motherhood, especially those single mothers. But I understand where you're coming from. Um, the father's role, a lot of fathers don't know their role. It, it ain't about making a child, it's about taking care of that child after the child is made, teaching that child, because even in the Old Testament, you told them to teach your children. When they rise up, when you sit down, that's one thing that's not being done a lot. But here's one of the issues with that: you can't teach what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. And that was my response to you. I understand the motherhood, yeah. but a woman can only show a, 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 a child, a boy, so much. to a certain point where that man steps in. Where's the man at, though? Right. Because the mother raised me. I understand it's hard. And they do it. Some do it. They do. Yeah. You know, because, but at the same point, that's been an influence from some male that has taken them a little bit farther. But see, Adam, God, when Adam and Eve messed up, what did God ask Adam? Adam, where are you now? Adam translates man. And when he would say, Adam, where you at? It ain't like he didn't know the man was hiding behind the fish. He's like, Adam, what you thinking? Yes. Come on, Adam. Mm -hmm. I told you what look. And I'm sure there were conversations that God and Adam had that weren't recorded. Yeah. Oh, yes. From day one. Yeah. And they breathe air into them. Yeah. Yeah, Bible even states that. Uh, books from baby to hope. Yeah, everything. everything yeah. Yeah. Now, the problem that we have tonight is we're going to shift from one box 
to another box. We're going to shift from a box that's not used like it should be to a box that's used all the time. Yes, it is. We're going from a toolbox to a tackle box. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. Like what in the world y'all talking about? We we didn't told you what the toolbox is. That's the word of God. How it's not used like it should be. Toolbox tell you how to use the box. I mean, how to use your money. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now. Here we say the Lord of hosts. If I will not open unto you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room. The toolbox tell you how to love a new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as I have loved you. By this what love shall all men know that you are my disciple. Toolbox tell you in Galatians 61, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fall, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself also, lest thou be tipped. A toolbox will tell you now, now I to back up to six and one. We thought it was just saying, and I didn't look at it, we need to look at it. But say, if a man, now he didn't say whether that's a Christian man or not. That could be any man. Mm-hmm. Be overtaken. Come to. Tubak tells us everything about everything we need to know. Tubak tells you when you're wondering why you're doing stuff, I mean, why you're going through stuff and you don't understand. Romans 8 28 said, and we know that all things work together for good yes. to them that love God, to them mm-hmm. who are on the call according to his prayer. Tubak will even tell you if you're wondering what happened to my dead loved one who died in the Lord. Brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant concerning them which are asleep. It'll tell you everything that's going on excuse me, in the toolbox. But there's another box <laughs> that's used quite frequently. Mm. And that would be the devil's tackle box. Alright now, let's get into this thing. Now, the word tells us, the toolbox tells us, that we ought to be fishers of men. That's right. So if we're supposed to be fishing for men, don't you think the devil going to use his box? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Where you at, where you at, Judas? Where you at, Judas? Don't you think he's going to use his box? Because, see, when we look at the devil, we have to understand who he is. Mm. He was that beautiful angel that was up in heaven. (laughs) Brother could sing. Somebody suggested that's why you got so much hell in the choir. Hmm. Sounds appropriate. He could sing, but he he made a mistake. But sir, if you create something, can the creation tell you what to do? Mm. You're all out of line. <laughs> You're already out of line. <laughs> so the creation can't tell the creator no, sir. what to do. Not at all. Can the creation take your place? Of the creator? creation? No. No. Not of the creator, no. That's what the devil tried to do. Yeah, he did. He wanted God's place. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you something about this fella. He pretty smooth, y'all. 
He, he weak, but he powerful. Oh, mm -hmm. in so many ways. He's a powerful weakling. Mm -hmm. Or weak powerless. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He weak. He, he ain't got, he does not have the power that we give him. Mm -hmm. Right. That's it. We give him the power to do something. Why? Because we got the toolbox. Because that was a situation where the Bible said that when Jesus was baptized of John in the Jordan, immediately when he came out the river, the Jordan River, the Spirit, check the text, it said, took him into the wilderness, watched it, to be tempted of the devil. Mm. After 40 days and 40 nights and not eating, the devil came to you, I know you're hungry, bro. <laughs> I know who you are because I used to hang out with you till y'all kicked me out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do things. I even know I'm your devil. <laughs> True. What you saying, boy? You, you, the devil is Jesus' devil. Check John. John said all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. So even the devil is Jesus' devil. Just like God used Cyrus <laughs> to get his people back in line. Exactly. God uses the devil to see who loves him. That's it. So the devil eyeing God, man. You know you got haters all around. You know you got haters. No. You used to have some serious haters when you were driving that truck. God, I ain't never seen a man drive a truck and no dirt ever get on. <laughs> <laughs> Clean. <laughs> <laughs> you know you got haters. Yeah. And sometimes it ain't about what you have, it's about who you are. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's about what you have, what people wanting what you want or don't want you to have what they you have. Sometimes people just hate you because you you. That's it. They hate you because people love you. They hate you because people respect you. But the devil wanted what God had. So, now I, I say he's smooth. He cut him. The Bible told us that in the beginning in chapter sure. 3 of Genesis. I do not know, and I guess I'm not supposed to know, how in the world he convinced a third of the angels that he was going to be able to get God out of the way. Like you said, he's that smooth. <laughs> Smooth talk. But one third can't be two thirds. I see we don't even know how many angels there are. But he convinced the third of them. Yeah, man, you be my right hand now. Yeah, but so nah, I was telling him he's gonna be my left hand. You got the right hand. You get to sit with Jesus go sit all right. I wonder how many people he promised Jesus to see. I, I'm gonna be right there on the throne now. You you get because see I'm I'm, I'm I'm doing this thing so now I got the middle seat. One other people he promised. And you know he said, "Don't tell nobody. I told you, but you gonna have that seat." Selling false hope. Still doing that today. Yeah, yeah. It's in this talk about. 
break the secret. Mm -hmm. That's in his capital. We gonna we gonna see that. Hold on to that deceiver right there, cause a lot of fish get caught. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they got deceived. Yes. Feels mm. like. So he tries to do this thing. He tries to revolt and get kicked out of him. Mm. Got kicked him out of here. And I tell people all the time, and folks look at me crazy when I tell them, the devil don't like you because you can go somewhere he can't get back to. That's right. He knows how beautiful heaven is. He knows yes. how peaceful it is. Mm -hmm. He knows how serene it is. That's why he wanted it. But we can go somewhere he's been but he can't get back to. So don't you think he gonna do everything in the world that keep us from going there? How does he do it? He got what we call a tackle box. <laughs> he got this thing called a tackle box, brother Sam. Man, I'm not a fisherman. I can't stand fishing literally. That just ain't my thing. I don't have the patience for it. I just be honest with you. I, I don't. I, I've been fishing one, maybe three times in my life. <laughs> yeah, three times. The last time I went, I caught two fish and wouldn't touch them because I'd call somebody to come get them off the line. I yeah. touch them. Yeah. I fish at Captain D's, Joan Creek, and they fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing I really caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I already caught and cleaned. That's that thing, though. That tackle box has some some stuff. You got you can put some old fake worms in there. See, we, we got old G. Yeah, see, see, that's a fisherman over there, right? You know about that stuff. So I had to look up and see what's in the tackle box. It says some extra fishing lines in there. Yes, sir. Some lures or flies. Some bobbers or or some floaters. Yes, it is. It is, because you got to attract the different ones. Hey, hey, hey. Different hooks. Oh, yeah, for different fish. Oh, yeah, the big and the little fish. Hey, yeah. Yeah. You got the big because, see, some folk ain't going to take just anything. Oh, no. See, there's some stuff, little, excuse me, some stuff that the devil ought to be able to throw at seasoned Christians and be like, man, really? Yeah. <laughs> you using that? Because <laughs> here's the thing about the devil. He ain't got no new tricks. No. How I know that? Because Solomon said there's nothing new nothing. under the sun. This is what the devil does. He used old tricks on new people. But sometimes he used old tricks on old people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. Yeah, they work. What kind of trick did he use on David? David should have been fighting. David was at the palace and David decided to go up to the rooftop and David looked, oh my gosh. What is it? Go get her. Hey, that's that's Uriah's wife. I'm the king. <laughs> Power in the hand of the wrong people leads to a whole lot of bad decisions. It is. It's kind of like that, like you just said. In that in that tackle box, there are some little things called a cleo and it's silver. And when the sun hit it, mm. it shines. And to catch the fish eye, gotta have it. 
<laughs> you right. She on the rooftop and the sun hit it. Hook line sun. Already bitten. It's already already in the boat. Ready to lay it. Mm. Just like that. Just like that. So the devil is always fishing. Always fi Yes. Yes. Veteran of fishing. He always fishing. Yes. He been fishing for over two thousand years. That's why he got extra life. <laughs> <laughs> but then sometimes, like you said, you, know, you got to have a, a, a different kind of line, that heavyweight line, or you got to have a different rod because you might be deep sea fish. Lord have mercy. Not shallow water. You might be deep, fishing deep. That's where them, them old season crit, they deep. They root it in. They at the, the bottom. That's when you use those deep sea diving red rods and that line, that heavyweighted line. Cause that's when the season was. Sometimes he get them though. He get so, them sometimes. So you said that that, that thing that's that's the, be shining. What you call the Cleo. it? Cleo. Called a Cleo. Cleo. Okay. So that Cleo. I changed my mind. That Cleo comes into. He come to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. So thank you, sir. So 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 so. so. He got what he need to catch who he wants. And let's just be honest, y'all. Sinners ain't the only folk the devil catch. Oh, no. Matter of fact, he ain't fishing for them because he already got them. That's right. That's right. You just hit them. That's why he just hit head. them swim on and float on. Mm -hmm. Get bigger. Mm -hmm. Come back at you later, just in case you go out there and you do get the right word. I'm gonna have to come back at you. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't fishing for something. Mm -mm. He trying to get though, but you know what? It's a lot of folk that call themselves. Call themselves. Mm -hmm. Nah, 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 nah. My Bible or my toolbox said, "You will know the tree by the fruit it bears." Mm -hmm. So at some point in time, a Christian ought to bear some type of fruit. Mm -hmm. and, and what them fruit bear Mason then it's found in Galatians five. Yeah, love, joy, peace, peace, gentleness. Meekness, long suffering, mm -hmm. temperance, self control. They say, of such there is no law. Yeah. So at some point in time, Christian ought to have some fruit. Got you. I'll be something different about us. You have to. Every day the devil, and that joke. I remember one time I was in church in Oklahoma and this older lady named Miss Georgiana. Miss Georgiana was getting ready to go. She said, I'm going to do something for you the devil won't ever do. I said, what that? She said, I'm going to leave you alone. Bye. <laughs> 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 he won't leave you alone. He won't do it. It's true. Especially if you're busy for God. That's it. Oh, here go a question right here. Go ahead. How could someone who had been with Jesus daily, daily now, betray him? 
There's a song I sing, or try to sing, called It's In My Heart to Serve the Lord. Everybody walking with the Lord ain't with the Lord. Some people serve him because of what they can get. But then again, Judas was prophecy. But the Lord had to show us some stuff with Judas. That everybody on the outside ain't always the one that's trying to hurt you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. that them jokers on the inside that you gotta be careful of. Mm -hmm. And see, unlike Jesus, we don't always discern stuff like we should. Jesus knew Judas. Yes. The boys walked with him every day that they were together. I didn't know there's a fungus among us. And like this, he handled the money. So they're like, well, you know he can trust Judas. He let him handle the money. But he was a fungus. Now be careful of them funguses, them fungi. They'll mess up some stuff. But you gotta have a Judas in your life. Exactly. You need a Judas, a Peter, and a Thomas in your life. <laughs> you need somebody to doubt you when you're walking with the Lord. Because you, you know you got saved in here. Sam? Sam Miller? Sam? Christian? You're right. <laughs> Mason? Pretty boy, smooth. <laughs> Tell me, they all that him, Christian. <laughs> Need some doubters in your life because that give you more to live for God for. Yeah, you trying to show them anything? You trying to show God how much you love Him and where He bought you from? It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. You need some folks to betray you in your life so you can see how Jesus feels. To be so good to somebody. Never do him any wrong. See what it feels like to hurt like him. Yeah. You need some deniers in your life. I don't know him. Oh, you don't? Mm. You was at the house last night. Oh, Sometimes your deniers get to see themselves. <laughs> Let Jesus say, Peter, be careful. Oh, you ain't going to do it. You, everybody else going to leave me but you? All right, Peter, let me tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. Sometimes deniers need to see who they really are. Mm -hmm. Peter, before the rooster crow. You're going to deny me three times before the, the rooster crow. See, that's why the creation can't tell the creator nothing. Because the creator knows the creator. I mean, the creator knows the creation. You need all this in your life. But that joke of the devil, we actually need him too. Catch your eyes. And <laughs> watch this. Man, you missed. <laughs> you missed again. Oops, got him. <laughs> Cause he put something on the ride. 
That'll lure you in. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. He put yeah. something on the rod that'll weigh you down. Oh, yes. And sometimes he got folk on the hook and they just run. That's why he got that extra ride too. Let me run. Let me run. That, that's what he doing with all them unsaved folk. He just letting them run. They don't know the real gonna run out after a while. Just keep running, doing what you're doing. Don't worry about the church. Pandemic mm-hmm. closed the church down. Don't, don't you worry. Don't you get on Facebook and look back, look back. So keep doing what you're doing. Go on in the club with your mask on and get your groove on. Go on and get turned up. And I keep telling people that expression, getting turned up, I keep saying, I hope one day you don't turn up in hell. Because <laughs> if you don't turn up down on your knees and ask the Lord to forgive you, you're going to turn up in hell. It's true. He got so much stuff in that tackle box. He got a lot of D's in that tackle box. Mm-hmm. Depression, disturbances, distractions, doubt, disbelief. He got a lot of D's in that tackle box. Distractions. Yes. Mm-hmm. All kinds. All sizes. Mm-hmm. Flavors, colors. Mm-hmm. Them lures, they just look pretty. They just <laughs> floating along the water. And you're like, man, let me jump on that. Mm-hmm. Got all kind of bait, too. You got some beautiful bait out there. See, folk wouldn't take us if we got real, real right now. But I'm giving it real, real so you can take us or not. But he got some women out there that will bait you right in. And guess what? It didn't just start. Come here, Samson. Well, that was his lady named Delilah. Mm. <laughs> Preacher, I tried. <laughs> I knew where my hair, my strength lied. She kept asking me. I kept giving her a false answer. The preacher, you know, it's something about a woman. <laughs> Got to be careful who lap you lay your head in. It's too close. Too close. <laughs> too close. I used to call him the trap off. That's what I call it. <laughs> because once you get there, you get to that place of residence. You, you take a look around and you see how the environment he's like okay they get pretty for a night or just for the weekend then during the week they look you know whatever it's gonna be yeah but on the weekend girl got the eyelashes mm-hmm. got the nails done toenails stilettos on everything tucked in right or well it's it's red it's it's golden I called the trap off because yeah, we get trapped. It's over. You trap. You trap. And then guess what? Everything is false. That's it. Everything is false. It's not not the real. Exactly. The real you. Mm-hmm. You know what? That, that's powerful right there. Because when he throw that bait, if I'm trying to bait you to something. My motive can't be good. 
If I gotta bait you or something. Because mm-hmm. that fish don't know that while he jumping up on that bait or and Mason said something earlier <clears throat> about that hook. You don't see the hook. You mm-hmm. just see the bait. Yeah, it's hit. Got to hit. Exactly. What but when you when you get the bait, you connect with the hook, <laughs> and the hook hurts. Can't get the bait without the hook. You can't get it. It's designed that way. Yeah. To lure you in. Yes. In the kitchen. How they call it? Line, hook, line, hook, line. Yeah. So once you get hooked. You're on the line, and all you can do is sink into the frame. Mm-hmm. Oh God, boy, that that that's something right there. Yes, that's sir. what just hit me. Yes, sir. Cause see, that fish got a destination, and all them people the devil got hooked on lines got destinations. Mm-hmm. And the destination, that fish gonna end up in somebody's grease. It is. But there's another thing. See, you know, you're not an average fisherman. Sometimes when you're out there fishing, you might have been out there a long time, you hit that big one. And when it hit the line and it real broad bend over, I got him, but try to get him to the boat, you lose it. So that time, sometimes, I oh, got away, you keep fishing for it, keep fishing for it, but you never get it. So those are the ones that I know I got to revert back to the toolbox because I got to go say a prayer because forgive me because I was going to do what I wasn't going to do but Lord I thank you that you kept me from getting that you just opened up another yes, can yes sir we used to be on his hook what it's true and he kept really he had us he kept pulling up to the boat popped the reels in but watch this God mercy oh Lord <laughs> didn't let him reel us in I might have been in the well. In the boat, the well, you know, to put him in the well, the water, and keep him alive. Thank <laughs> It was his mercy that wouldn't let him keep us. Mm-hmm. That's it. Let him off the hook. Because he did not. Thank God. That God, God. God. Mm, he snapped the line. I mean, the hook just didn't hook deep enough. She said, he, he snapped the line and said, the devil can't have you because you're supposed to be mine. You're going to be mine. Yes. I got Thank you. God he snapped the Lord in this. I got other plans for you. Yeah. You, you, it ain't time for you. you. I didn't design you for a frying pan. True. And some of us are supposed to be big fish. Mm-hmm. You got to lead the school because they say a school. Yeah. Fish going to school. I need Let you to lead that there. school of fish out there. I need you to show them the way. I need you to teach the fish how to avoid the line, how to avoid the bait. And, and that's what I asked Dr. Mason also. I said, Dr. Mason, and many fish that they seen, brother fish, cousin fish, girlfriend fish, girl, boyfriend fish, daddy fish, mama fish, end up on the line. Why they keep ending up on the line? Because once you end up on the line, they get you, you disappeared, you ain't there no more. But then I said, why is it they Christians? <laughs> 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 that they're seeing people on the line. And, and, and I think what we what we tend to forget is that Christians are basically no different than the unsaved person. Yeah. We've just been clean. Yeah. Just been but, clean. But we still got some scales on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, we still being clean. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what that's what uh, that's where misunderstanding comes in. That uh, we as Christians have been uh, basically projected as being uh, these people that do no wrong. These people that's supposed to live a certain way, but what they don't understand is that the way that they want us to live or think we should be living is a process in making. Realize that it's a it's a process, and uh, people will have to get to a certain point in their life uh, to even begin to look like we're being conformed into the image of Christ. See, that's not going to happen overnight. They ain't going to get a little bit of time. But what, what I see is where he's going with that is we still, like, like before you can eat a fish, you got to clean the fish. And, and we won't be totally clean down here. But the good news is, we got a different person that's called us now. <laughs> See, we've been caught, but the devil trying to lure us back in. He wants us to jump back into the water. He wants us to jump back into the the, the muck and the miriness mm -hmm. and the darkness and all that stuff. It's dangerous. Oh, God. People don't even understand. It's dangerous out there in the world. There's a devil in the world. And he got everything in that tackle box that keep you out there. Mm -hmm. Think about it. He even got success in there. Mm-hmm. Because that'll just, you know, success, I think, key is, you know, to, and people always say, you know, well, I'm, what makes you successful? And we talk about this a lot, you know, you know, and, and, you know, I'm glad why God doesn't make us. I still feel like even if he did make give us success, we 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 grounded enough amongst one another and be with one another to know that, hey, this is the path that we need to. But success is in that tackle box. Mm -hmm. It's so much stuff in that tackle box. It, it, it's so much that we can... Wealth is in that tackle yes. box. Opportunities in that tackle box. Here's another D though. Destruction's in that tackle box. I was about to say it. Yes, it is. And here's a big D. Death is in that tackle box. Here's another D. Damnation is in that tackle box. A lot of desires are in that tackle box. But there's some desires in the toolbox also. As long as your desires line up with God, because it says when your ways please God, He'll give you the desires of your heart. Yes, He will. So the, the devil, see, look at that. God got a box, so the devil got to have a box. <laughs> it's true. And, and, and Dr. Mason, we were looking at that word tackle. And that word tackle gave us this definition of, where is it? Oh no. It's taking a person down. It's stopping them. So his box is designed to take you down. Watch this. Instead of allowing you to go up. Mm -hmm. 
See, when God catches us and pulls us out the water, ultimately, watch this, we go up out the water. <laughs> but when the devil catches you, you go up just to end up going down. It is the devil's desire, here's that other day, to destroy you. He has no, he has nothing good he want to do for anybody. <clears throat> His box is designed off of, he came for to steal, to kill, Sorry, and to destroy. Mm -hmm. And then while you were sitting there thinking about that tap of the tackle, I looked up a toolbox. A toolbox is a box to organize, carry, and protect the owner's tools. Who is the owner? God is the owner. So that, that, that toolbox, boy. I think I'd rather be a tool for God than tackled by the devil. Which one are you using? It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of that question of, you know, which one are you using? Are you using the toolbox or the tackle box? It's one of them discussions like that barbershop talk. Which one are you using? But then once you get an explanation of it all, then you, now you say, okay, because I'm using that tackle box. But then when you get the point of it, it's like, oh, I'm using the wrong box right now. And that opens up the door to, to okay, who am I? What am I doing? I can take a note of that because that's going to be something that we're going to have to have a conversation on with some with some young folks. Tackle to see mm -hmm. the grass to bring down. Mm. That that last one really, all of them. To seize, to grasp, and to bring down. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the devil is about stopping God's progress. He can't do it, but he tries. Right. But the thing about it is, he's going to use it because... He's like you said, hell is increasing hey. He's gonna use it to get as many as he can there. He's doing a good job at it, I'm gonna tell you that right now. He is. He's on his job. Mm-hmm. Fishing every day. Yes. Twenty-four seven. Twenty-four hours a day. And got other folks fishing too. Yeah, he does. You know, sometimes when you get on the phone or when you when you it's called cookies, is what it is. And when you browse a website or something, it'll drop cookies. Not that you even searched it, but it'll drop that cookies in there or something. You wouldn't even farthest thing from your mind. Trying to get a glimpse of how this get in my feed. I'm like, hold on now. I said, there you go. I said, not today. Keep on moving. Fishing. All the time. And that's what happened. But some people can't Revelation, turn away. They can they get deep be, into right. it. Revelation and I can be talking about the toolbox. And you throw some lure out there, and throw some bait out there. Every time. Every time. Every time. Nowhere in the brain peripheral. Nowhere in the thought. Alright, y'all getting too deep. <laughs> let, let me interfere with this for a moment. 
me distracted. That's it. I got the in that toolbox. And that's, but I think that's the one that he used the most. Doubt and distraction. That distraction thing, he used that. He just makes it look a little, you know, because, you know, a jig, you can have a red jig, yellow jig. I mean, you can have different colors. There's different heads on a jig. It can be yeah. white. Whatever, so it's the same but, distraction, but it's just a little different. But look what he did. Look what he did at first. He used that doubt. Did God say? God didn't say. He just don't want y'all to be like him. Mm-hmm. Has God said that? See, he came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he used the question to get them to question what God had said. Because he said, has God said? God said. And they knew that's what God had said. Mm. So he comes and say, are you sure that that's what God said? See, right then, he's questioning what God said to them, making them think, I wonder if God really did say that. Or did God mean that? Yeah. In that way. Maybe, maybe, maybe we heard it wrong. How many people right now Struggling with doubt. Other people right now, somewhere, don't know whether to take their life or try to live past what they did over there. The devil. I'm going to tell y'all something. And this is my book. started preaching in 95. Y'all know I was married and years ago, y'all know I was married to got killed in an automobile accident. Mm-hmm. And here's something else he got in that toolbox when he brought up lies. It's true. A lot of people live in lives, lies, because they believe lies. Mm-hmm. And I call myself getting over the death real quick. But I'm lying to myself. Because whenever I met a woman, I say, now, if I act a certain way around this day, this day, this day, it's because of this. Now, I heard myself talking, but I didn't hear myself talking. And one day I met a lady. And every lady I met, I told what it happened. particular lady, when I told her, she started crying. I said, why are you crying? I'm okay. She said, tell me something. I said, what? She said, why are you crying? I didn't even know tears were running down my way. That's when I decided I needed to deal with what was dealing with me. Now, we going to get in trouble in a minute because something keeps running through my head after this. Something we ain't discussing it over here. We discussed it, but we ain't brought it here. But anyway, when I started dealing with that thing, that thing had me sitting in the corner of the room with a 22 handgun in my hand, doing this right here, putting it back and forth to my head. The devil said, go and pull the trigger. And right before I put my head on that trigger, I had just started preaching. About five or six months in the preaching. Just started preaching. 
right before I put my finger on that trigger, I thought about my mom. That would stop me from killing myself. I thought about how hurt she would be. I thought about how she blamed herself and said, how did not see this with myself? And I'm 1,400, I mean 1,100 miles away. I thought about all the phone calls she get. Greg killed himself. Why he do that? I didn't want her going through all that. I had to stop living that lie because I won't okay. That's one of his big ones too. It is. I've been there. Because a lot of people mm -hmm. living a lie. Man. Here we go. You want to say something on what I just said? Because we're getting ready to take a nasty turn. That is the same thing of, you know, he doubts that, you know, I wonder if they'll miss me. Who loves me? Mm -hmm. You know, they really love me. You know, if I wasn't here, you know, many a days I thought about it. You know, if I drive my car for here, you know, they wouldn't go ahead on. They won't miss you. Don't nobody love you. You, you by yourself. <clears throat> you know, until I stepped, you know, I laid there on that bed in the hospital, getting my stomach pumped and charcoal in the arse. My mama there, my dad there. All four of my sisters, everybody there. I was there, but I wasn't there. Right. In my mind, I, I see you, but I'm not really here. But to come through it all, it's like, man, the devil had me that deep. Yeah. And I was, I was hooked. I was deep. I was in. I was ready to pull me. It's all. It's all. I got him. I got the big one. I got one of the big ones now. I ain't had to worry about him no more. He ain't gonna cause no fuss at all because he already knew he had God had a plan for us. Right. Even sitting here today. Yeah. I had to go to my head. Watch this. I heard a preacher say one time, and we're still gonna take that nasty turn. I heard a preacher one time say that the devil tried to take David out at an early age because he didn't want to have to deal with him later on in life. Mm -hmm. After he tried to do what I said. Mm -hmm. He tried to take us out early. Just started preaching and he killed himself. He won't call and preach. <laughs> he lied to y'all. That's one of his tools in that topic. He tried to take Christ out early too. Mm -hmm. Before he came through the messianic line to be who he was. He tried to take him out while he was a baby so he wouldn't have to deal with him and me. Well, you know, like, yes, he sir. kept trying to take him out. Yes, sir. Cast, don't it jump. The scripture said the angel going to catch you for you. That's your foot against the ground. It's sad. That he knows so much word and some Christians don't. Mm -hmm. He know the truth but can't speak it. Yes, but he spoke it to Jesus. Lord, that ain't that something? Mm -hmm. It's running rapid. Because the devil got it in his toolbox. Mm -hmm. And the bad thing, if you say, like you said, is in the church. I said pattern. <laughs> Pastors doing it. And if the pastors do it, you know the members gonna do it. I see a pattern with Satan. Trying to take over God and the Father at first. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. 
He couldn't deceive God. He couldn't take over God and take his position. So he said, well, what I'll do, I'll just go ahead and get some of the angels to believe me. Since I'm sort of, sort of popular, I'm, I'm, I'm a popular angel, you know, I, they, they'll listen to me. Some of them will. I already know, at, at least if I can get a third of them to follow me, I'm good. Now they just saw that uh, we tried to get God, but it didn't work. So they're going to follow me anyway in my rebellion. Because remember Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. What did he say about the angels that followed him? Did they fall at the same time? Did he see them at the same time mm -hmm. fall? When, when you look at the angels that's basically what we call demons now uh, we see Satan being successful with them but what he wanted was God's greatest creation he wanted the ones that was going to be made in the image of God and in the likeness of him, which would be man. Mm -hmm. So he said, I couldn't get God, <laughs> so I get the next best thing to him, is man. And so here he is. He's doing everything to try to basically destroy God's plan for man so that he can get us to worship him. See, that's what he wants. He wants our worship. Mm. That's what Satan wants. He wants our worship. God wants our worship. But Satan wants our worship too. Mm -hmm. Every time you see God wanting one thing, you see Satan <coughs> wanting the same thing. He's always going to be there to try to deceive us. And he's doing a good job of it. And, 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 I, and I like uh, when you first started off, Brother Sam, you were talking about this, this connection. And, uh, and, and I looked at uh, when you were saying being connected, I was looking at we've lost that disconnect because what we have lost basically is the unity that God wants from the Christians. Mm -hmm. And that's what God wants. He wants oneness. He wants that uh, unity. God doesn't work in disunity. Satan wants to come in and he wants to divide us because he does not want us to ever come together right. as God's people. So he's come up with different ways to basically draw us farther apart so he's come up with all of these deceptions the tackle box the lures the different types of bait the different sizes of hooks for different size fish he's come up with all of these as, as we would call the uh, uh, and, and he, he puts it like this it's a uh, 
the line, the leader line. And what I was looking at mm -hmm. when I was checking that out was the leader line. It's what the leader line basically is designed to do. See, if you're going to fish, you got to have the uh, leader line. And what the leader line does, the leader line actually uh, is invisible. And when I saw that, I was looking at it right here. See, the leader line's purpose is to present a lure or bait naturally. So what happens when Satan is in this uh, deceiving way, the way he deceives us, is that he doesn't actually let us see or let us see what he's up to. Just like the fisherman, when he throws the hook and throws the rod and it hits the water, and you said it before, the bait that's hooked on, uh, on the hook, the fish or the unsuspecting fish does not see the hook that the bait is hooked to. All he sees is what God has created him to do naturally, mm -hmm. and that's to eat the bait. That's what he does naturally. So if he actually sees the bait, he's going to do what he's naturally meant to do. And that's going by it. But what he doesn't know is that underneath the bait is the hook that will catch him and destroy his life. So he doesn't see that. So Satan is real good at hiding that kind of stuff for us. He makes it really attractive to us. The Bible says he comes as an angel of life. He makes himself very attractive to us uh, to where the things that we want pulls us or draws us in it, it lures us away and, and, and I, was, I was looking at where it talks about uh, when sin is conceived and, and, and gives birth and all that, there, there's this lure this uh, lure that attracts us and draws us and, and, and according to scripture it actually drags us away And so Satan has come up with this way of being able to captivate us mm -hmm. and to fool us by showing you, and, and you notice, he shows you how beautiful it is, or he is. Stay tuned as we continue to dive deeper into the tackle box in episode two. Please share this with your family, friends, co-workers, and church members as we strive to reach those that seek the understanding of our Heavenly Father.